Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, June 10th. I hope all y'all are enjoying your weekend. This is going to be the conclusion of the Fallen Sun Death of Captain America series. Hope y'all have enjoyed it so far. Uh, Issues 1 dealt with Wolverine and his denial of the Captain America death. Issue 2 dealt with the anger that came from that with Ms. Marvel and with also Spider-Man. Issue 3 dealt with the bargaining and that was more on Iron Man, Tony Stark, and how he was trying to get Hawkeye to take up the mantle. And issue four was depression, and so we've gotten gotten that far with Spider-Man going, reminiscing over other people's deaths that he has had happen in his life. Issue five is, of course, acceptance. Let's start this issue off. This is Jeff Loeb, John Cassidy. This is going to deal with the acceptance with Iron Man. We start off with a single horse-drawn carriage with Captain America's casket on it. It's raining, as it is in most funeral scenes, whether in any kind of media. You have the pallbearers of Ms. Marvel, Sam Wilson, Tony Stark, T'Challa, dressed up in his Black Panther uniform. Rick Jones and The Thing, Ben Grimm, have a giant memorial set up for him with a, a giant statue that was actually ca- carved out by Alicia Masters. Shield Her- Helicarrier is hovering above, you know, trying to tr- try and make sure that nothing goes down at this, this ceremony. Tony is the first one to speak, and he comes up, and basically all he can say is, Welcome, I, I, um, it wasn't supposed to be this way. And then he shuts down, and he just walks off. Then Sam Wilson gets up there, and he delivers this amazing speech. And uh, I, I don't want to ruin it for you. I, I really think you should definitely take the time to, to read this book. It's a great, great story. It kind of deals with Sam's origin and how Cap really influenced him and really like pushed him you know, to become the hero that he is today, essentially. And how he's pretty much pushed lots of people and that he wasn't the only one that actually survived from World War II and had other soldiers that were there alongside him to stand up to. And people that he fought beside, the Howling Commandos, they were there and they were standing up next to him as well. Had other heroes from that time period who are still heroing today, Union Jack being one of them, stand up and be acknowledged as well. Sam even makes the reference, you see... Even before there were Avengers, Steve touched the lives of the invaders and brought about the All-Winners Squad. Sadly, some of those closest to him are no longer with us. The original Human Torch, Toro, the Weezer, Ms. America, Bucky Barnes. Now, that kind of threw me off for a loop. I'm not going to lie. Because like the first issue, we had the Winter Soldier, who is Bucky Barnes. And and maybe there's something that I'm missing there as far as history, because, again, I don't know everything about comic books or anything like that, and I don't pretend to know everything about comic books. But from all my knowledge, Bucky Barnes, you know, is the Winter Soldier. And somebody is more than welcome out there to correct me if I'm wrong. 
but that's just it just threw me off. And maybe it was just, you know, having the the death of Bucky because everybody thought that Bucky had died as well and then for him to come back as the Winter Soldier. Maybe that's I don't know. Anyways, lots of like big splash pages in this as well. And it's just really this really awesome awesome artwork throughout this when he's going back and calling back to the memories and stuff like that says it was near the end of the war that the world heard the news Captain America and Bucky were killed stopping a plane loaded with Nazi explosions headed toward London. So yeah, that addresses that as far as like, you know, as far as like Bucky being dead. And then there was something else that I didn't realize either and there's this really cool big splash page that comes up. But Sam sits there and says, and we all owe Prince Namor the Submariner who could not be with us today with things being how they are, a debt of gratitude for the role he played, giving us back the greatest soldier who the world would ever know. And it's Namor pulling out the frozen body of Cap, like in midair and stuff like that, and all these natives running from him. So I'm not sure what the story is behind that. I didn't realize that that Namor and Namor was the one that found Captain America, but that's pretty cool if it if that's like legit how it was. Captain America's return heralded a new he, a new era of heroes, and now I'd like those of you who continue to fight the good fight, as Steve would say, to stand up. Some of you are famous Avengers, young Avengers, the Fantastic Four, while others less known make no less a difference. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Sharon Carter, Jarvis, the Avengers, loyal butler. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> and there are many more, and uh, I, I'm just kind of paraphrasing, I'm just kind of going through and hitting the highlights of stuff that I you know, liked as far as this speech. There's still tons more to look and read into and stuff like that. So, like I said, I... You're definitely not getting the whole thing from me. I just, I really want to encourage you, though, to go out and read this because I think it's a great speech. Just this issue alone is just great, especially since, you know, we've kind of already talked about the other ones and kind of reviewed those and stuff like that. You kind of get the gist of what's going on and how people are feeling. So I think, you know, just picking up this one issue, it's got a great cover, too. It would just be like, it's a really good one to have. From this point on, we see the the panel starts to turn into like a television screen. And it says, it's got Sam up there saying, Heroes, friends who wanted to be here, but for whatever reason, felt they couldn't attend. And then it pans to a room and you've got like the, you know, this other group of Avengers that are against the whole Registration Act. Doctor Strange, uh, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Wolverine. And basically, you know, they, they all are sitting there saying, like, we, we couldn't have gone because we surely would have been arrested. It would have caused a ruckus. It would have ruined it. So we definitely didn't want to do that. And Spider-Man's insisting, like, we, you know, we should have gone. Like, we, we still should have gone. More talk with Sam as he's kind of, like, ending his speech again. I can't stress enough to go out and get this issue and read it. Now we cut to three days later, and they're in the Arctic. Iron Man, Yellow Jacket, and Wasp that are coming. They've got Steve's body, and Wasp is really questioning Tony about this whole body thing, and she's like, you know, so who is buried at Arlington? A clone? Tony responds, the clones are stupid. <laughs> she says, well, then what? One of those shield, life model, decoy robot things? He says, he responds with something like that. And what about his shield? 
If it's not at the Smithsonian and it's not buried at Arlington, is it in there with him now? Tony responds, I'd like to begin, Janet. Basically just trying to like, all right, enough of this, enough questioning me. I've had, I've had enough. And so now Tony decides he's going to give a speech. And I really like Tony's speech too because it really does point out like where he's at at this point in time. And it really does point out like it, this book is about his acceptance of Captain America's death and his flaws. Because to me, like Tony Stark being one of my favorite characters and it's because like he's a genius and he feels like he's got it all together and stuff like that. But this shows his flaws and like, he can't help but sit there and like actually be open and talk about them at this point in time. So Here's his speech. Steve, these are things that I wanted to say in front of everyone at Arlington, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I know that if our roles were reversed, you could have. If, God forbid, the funeral had been for someone else, you would have helped me through it. I wanted us all to be here today. The Hulk, Thor, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, your teammates, your friends. They are all one way or another, lost to us. And now I've lost you too. Maybe. Maybe there was a reason you had to be on the other side of every argument. How you could be my rudder, steering me when others couldn't. I don't know if I can do it without you. I certainly won't do it as well. I miss your battle cry. And then we get this like splash page of Captain America in front of the original Avengers hollering Avengers Assemble. Janet and Hank embrace as Tony is touching the casket. And then Namor appears. Wasp and Yellowjacket are startled. Tony reassures them it's okay. It's alright. I asked Namor to be here. Namor responds, given the current tensions between Atlantis and the surface world, I know you three appreciate that I would only do this for him. It was here that Captain America once found solitude, and I agree with Stark that we should complete the cycle. I swear to you, as long as I rule these oceans, Steve Rogers' rest will go undisturbed, and he submerges himself along with the casket. Like, every book has been where it sits there, and at the end of it, it pretty much drops the line of, like, what this stage of grief is and stuff like that. And Janet's talking to Tony, and she says, One era ends, and a new one begins. We're going to have to accept that now, right, Tony? And Tony just stares into the darkness as the casket submerges itself to the bottom of the ocean. This was like the best ending, I think, of a comic book series. I think this series in general is, uh, I don't like to say undervalued or whatever a lot. I like to say overlooked. And I definitely think this is a, a well-overlooked series, a well-overlooked run. If you have not read this, I think it's a good one to read. Especially if you're at a time of grieving, honestly. I could see this being very comforting. I could see this being very helpful. I could see this being all the things that, like, could get your mind away, but at the same time not. At the same time, like, help push you through the stages. Not that I think that they should be rushed or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that at all. And I apologize that that's how it's coming off, because that's not, that's not how I'm trying to come off at all. I just know that a lot of people deal with feeling lonely and that maybe 
through comic books, they could have an outlet to help themselves get to a stage of acceptance. Because at the end of the day, that's where you have to be at. You you don't want to get stuck in one of these other stages. I think this is a great series. Again, I I don't. There's nothing wrong with this at all. The artwork is killer. Even though every single title had a new artist, it looks like on the titles, like the artwork was stable and great throughout the entire series. And then the writing, I think, was on point and great. And I love seeing all the different characters, their different aspects on the death. Some nonchalant, some going through every single stage and like how the characters like weren't even on like some of them weren't even on the same stage in the same books and you could see them progress from one stage to another from book to book and they didn't even have to like chew up the scenery or chew up the panels with their presence like it, it this is a well well crafted series very glad that i have it in my personal collection uh, this will be one that I definitely, definitely keep around. And this, I'll probably want to go and get a trade out of this, honestly, just to have. And maybe even, like, have it to where I can lend it out to people and stuff like that. Like, I just feel like this is, this is an overlooked book, I think. This is, this is an undervalued, I'm going to say it, this is an undervalued book, in my opinion. Undervalued series. It's kind of where I live at, honestly. I live, I live around the acceptance part of it. And that's just kind of how I was raised and how I was grow, you know, raised to be as far as, like, being at funerals and stuff like that, that, you know, it's okay to mourn and whatnot, but, like, you, you've got to get to that acceptance part of it. And I've I've been like that my entire life. That's it, honestly, guys. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. I, I wish I had more to kind of give you, but I don't really... I, I feel like I almost gave you too much for this issue, honestly, because, like, I really want you to go out and read this book. You should be able to find this book in, like, back bins and dollar bins and stuff like that, so it's, it shouldn't be an expensive book or anything like that. And I know that's it's out there digitally as well, like, if you want the entire thing. I'd be curious. To, surely there's a trade with it or something like that. I've got to find... i got to see it. i got to find out if there's a trade. But that will do it. I hope y'all enjoyed this series. I hope you enjoyed us going down the lane of the five stages of grief through comic books. And I hope that you learned something from this. I know that I did. And I hope that this is a book that will help you maybe one day down the road or help somebody that you love and help them be able to understand the things that's going on and that they're natural and that they're okay and that they're healthy to be able to go and move from one to the other. Well, all that being said... You can find Jeremy over on Twitch at Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. You can find Richard over on Instagram and Twitter at Night Curry. That's Night like day and night and Curry with a K. You can contact the Comically Comics podcast either on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube and TikTok at Comically Comics Podcast. Well, Twitter is actually Comically Comics with an X at the end because there's only so many letters and then somebody else took an A. It was a whole fiasco, and I was like, whatever. We'll just take Comically Comics with an X. So, (laughs) y'all can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Once again, thank y'all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did making it. With all that being said, Bye!